0: And I've been calling for your needs to be supplied, just to fix what troubles you. That's just what God, he loves to do, and that's why heaven's already been notified. I have touched His throne before, my prayers have knocked on heaven's door, my faith has never, it's never been, never been denied, so I'll lay down my head tonight, I know everything will be alright, because heaven's already been. I have touched his throne before, my prayers have knocked on heaven's door, my faith has never, it's never been, never been denied, and I'll lay down my head tonight, I know everything will be alright, because heaven's already been notified. And I'll lay down on my head tonight, I know everything will be alright, because heaven's already been notified. Hallelujah, hallelujah,
1: hallelujah. Let's get behind Brother Looper this morning. He's gonna preach and I think if we'll chalk a little bit for him, I believe he'll really get out and preach to us this morning. So let's get behind him and see come preach.
0: Preach, brother. So let's get behind him. Praise come
1: the, come the Lord, everybody. It's good to be in the house, Lord, of, God so in the house of God this morning. So thankful for God's goodness and God's I'm mercy. I'm just thankful for another chance to be in God's I'm house. Amen. Amen. Why don't we just lift our hands and give the Lord some let's praise this time. morning? God We love You today. We thank You, Savior. We magnify Your wonderful name today. Lord, You are so good. You are so wonderful. You are so mighty. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't someone really reach out to the Lord just a moment today? Oh, we praise You, Jesus. We praise You, Jesus. We praise You, Jesus. Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, you're so good. Thank you for your mercy today, Lord. Hallelujah. It's good to be in God's house. So good to see everyone that is here this morning. Lord bless you for coming to the house of the Lord. All those who have joined us on the internet, thank you. ask you just to join in and worship God with us. And uh, good to see our guests that are here. Good to see John and Gail here in church this morning. Lord bless you for coming to the house of God. Everyone else that is here, Lord bless you. If you have your Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. And uh, we'll read a couple of passages of scripture there. And let's remember to pray for Sister Todd come this morning, got sick, asked God to give her a touch from the Lord. And uh, we know that we are serving a miracle-working God that is able to heal all manner of our diseases. There is absolutely nothing that's too hard for God. Whatever you need today, God is able to take care of that situation. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4 verse number 14 the scripture says seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens Jesus the son of God let us hold fast our profession for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace. Let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The scripture says this morning that we do have a high priest that has come into this life and passed into the heavens. And it tells us who that high priest is and that high priest is Jesus Christ. And then it tells us that we do not have a high priest that cannot be touched by the feelings of our infirmities, but we have a high priest that is merciful and is full of grace and full of mercy. And it tells us that our high priest was tempted in every way, just as we are. He lived here in the same world that we live in. And uh, said. then it tells us what we should do when we are in the time of need and when we find ourselves in trouble, like each and every one of us will. And it says we should come boldly unto the throne of grace. Come boldly. And to the throne of grace That is the only way that we will obtain mercy Is coming boldly to the throne of grace I want to preach to you just for a few moments this morning And uh, well, maybe a little longer than a few moments About the amazing grace of God And you can be seated The amazing grace of God We know today that Grace is just simply simply it is the favor of God that we did not do anything to deserve, but it is just simply the favor of God. Abounding sin is the terror of the world, but abounding grace is the hope for mankind. Without the grace of God today there, is not any one of us that is here would be here without the grace of God. The grace of God is so great. It is so wonderful. And uh, I tell you what, I am thankful for the grace and the mercy of God. For grace is given not because we have done good works. Don't ever get to the place where you think that because of your holiness that you have deserve the grace of God because of your separation from the world that you deserve the grace of God for the grace of God is not given because of the good works that we have done but in order that we may be able to do those good works that's what the grace of God is I want to take a few verses out of a very, very popular song, or maybe not popular in this world today, but uh, very popular for the past years and years in the church, and that is the song "Amazing Grace." I I look at at these verses in this song, and it tells a story. There are a lot of songs today that we sing uh, that does not tell a positive story. There's a lot of songs that are sung today in the world that does not tell a positive story at all. And uh, they say that, that uh, you know, there, there was a big deal going back in the 80s. I guess it was very popular when I was a teenager that they were taking uh, rock songs and uh, they were playing them backwards and getting messages that uh, that was said that you could not understand when the record was playing forward, but they would take it and go backwards. I don't know if there's a whole lot of truth and fact to that. I think you can listen to that on forward and get a pretty evil message. Uh, but they said when you play a country song backwards, you get your dog back, and you get your house back, and you get your wife back, and, uh, or, you your back and, uh, or you get your girlfriend back, and you get sober. So that's what you get out of a lot of these songs today. There's not really a positive message. A lot of our Christian songs is not, uh, really, I've not figured out what some of them is talking about when they sing them. But anyway, Amazing Grace is a very popular song. And uh, I, I divided this up in four parts that I would like to preach about this morning. Maybe a little slower than normal, but it could get a little picked up if you'll kind of wake up a little bit so I know, I know everybody's tired, and I can tell by the expression on your face that you just really didn't rest real good last night. <laughs> no, well, but Ephesians chapter, chapter 1 and verse number 7, it says, In whom we have redemption through His blood. Whose blood? The blood of Jesus Christ. And forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace according to the riches of his grace. And uh, I believe that when we start uh, looking at the grace of God, we will find that there is there is and there there's been a lot said about just one drop of that blood. If it touches you, it will cleanse you from all of your sins. And I believe that but the blood just keeps on a giving and it just keeps on a flowing. The the, the verse, the first verse of amazing grace is says, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. That saved a wretch like me. It says, I once was lost, but now am found. I was blind, but now I see. The grace of God redeems us from sin that we have committed in our life. There is something about forgiveness that kings and presidents... Cannot, uh, cannot buy forgiveness. Medicine and science cannot produce forgiveness. But it is Jesus Christ. Is the only one that can forgive us. And that can redeem us of our sins. I, I remember a, uh, so many times of falling. And stumbling in my way and my walk with God. And I have found that the blood of Jesus Christ is able to forgive me. The blood of Jesus Christ is able to wash me. The blood of Jesus Christ is able to cleanse me from all of my sins. Jesus through grace can reach down into the deepest gutter of despair. Jesus Christ through grace can reach down and lift up uh, the penitent soul out of the miry clay of sin. When you find yourself in a place where you feel like that no one else can do anything for you. When you find yourself in a place where you feel like that you are beyond saving. When you find yourself, uh, you know, lots of times we are... Our own worst enemy. That we, we put guilt and shame upon ourselves. And I, I believe that when you sin, you should feel guilty. That there is, there is conviction that should come in to our life and to our hearts and to our souls. But, but lots of times when we ask forgiveness, we have got to trust in the mercy and the grace of God. And believe that when we have asked forgiveness that God has granted forgiveness. But the devil will will allow condemnation to take part in our life and in our spirit. And continue to condemn us and continue to tell us about our past sins and our past failures and what we did Yesterday and how unworthy that we are for sins that may have been committed 25 or 30 years ago. The devil will continue to bring them up over us and, and put them over our head. But I am telling you about the amazing grace of God. The Scripture declares that, that as far as from the east is to the west, that God is able to, to remove our sins. And, and it is amazing that, that that when the Scripture was written that God did not use from the north to the south, but but He used from the east to the west because when you start out going east, it doesn't matter how long you travel, you're going to continue to go east. And when you start to go west, it doesn't matter how many hours that you drive in your car and you ride in a boat or you fly in a plane, you're still going to continue to go west. But there, but when you go north, you can only go so far until you are headed back south. God just created and he said as far as from the east is to the west there is no ending there is no beginning that when God forgives you when God shows you his grace when God smiles upon you and says that you are forgiven that he washes you with his red blood and makes you white as snow don't you ever let the devil ridicule you don't you ever let the devil discourage you don't you ever let the devil keep his thumb on your head amen but you claim victory in the blood of jesus christ Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. My God, my Savior, my Master, my soon coming King is able to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. That is the redeeming form of God's Spirit into God's mercy and God's grace. When, when uh, God comes to redeem us from sin amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved an old wretch like me i don't know about you this morning but when i look at where god picked me up out of the miry clay amen i don't believe that we should we should always be dwelling on our past but we should always remember history that 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 would help us not to repeat history And we remember where we were when God picked us up out of the miry clay. Amen. And we remember how miserable that we were being a wretched, dirty, low-down sinner on our way to a devil's hell. Amen. when we remember that, we can rejoice in the blood of Jesus Christ and His mercy and in His grace that cleanses us from all of our sins and all of our iniquities. There is something about when I look back where I was, I don't want to return to what I used to be. Amen. I may not be what I'm striving to be, but I certainly am a long ways from where... I used to be Amen Some of you were alcoholics Before God's grace Come into your life Amen Some of you were drug addicts Before God's grace Come into your life Some of you were on your way To a devil's hell Before God's grace Come into your life Some of your marriages Was about to break up Before God's grace come into your life. Amen. And I don't know about you. But I don't have any desire to go back from where God pulled me out of. Amen. But I was glad when they said unto me. Let us go into the house of the Lord. And magnify him. And exalt his name forever. Because he is worthy of all. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. Don't ever think that you are to the place where you're so holy and righteous. But it is the gift of God. Amen. And it is by grace are You saved through faith. And that means that you have to have faith in the grace and the mercy of God. That when you ask Him to forgive you and come into your life and wash you from your filth and from your sins. That you believe through faith in God and faith in the grace of God. That God has cleansed me. Amen. And then number two. He relieves us of our fears the grace of God relieves us of our fears and psalms or excuse me let me read the second verse of this song says was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved how precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed, Amen. When I had fear, it was grace that relieved my fear. Psalms chapter fifty-six and verse number one through three says, "Be, be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up; he he fighting daily oppresseth me. My enemies would daily swallow me up." For they be many that fight against me. O Thou Most High, what time I am afraid, I will trust in Thee. When I am afraid, I will trust in God. Amen. Today's world is full of fear. Many are afraid to live and many are afraid to die. They are afraid of riches and afra- afraid of poverty. Amen. They are afraid of youth and they are afraid of old age. The world is full of fear today. But I don't have to fear because the grace of God. Amen. That when I am in trouble I know I have someone that I can reach out to. Amen. When I am in distress I know by the grace of God. Amen. I might get myself in trouble. I might fall and stumble along the way but because of the mercy and the grace of God I have something that is going to help me. Amen. I have a God that I can trust in. I have a God that tells me everything is going to be alright. It is going to be alright. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was grace. That when I was fearful and afraid, David said, I am afraid of what men is doing to me. Amen. I am weary at the everyday fighting and the everyday oppressing me. My enemies are surrounding me daily. But then he says, what time I am afraid. I will trust in thee. I want to tell you today church that when the enemy, the adversary of your soul says it's time to throw in the towel, it's time to give up. You're a failure. Amen. You're not going to make it and you you can't be victorious I am telling you today that greater is the Almighty God that is in you than he that is in the world that I am able to hold on that I am able to be victorious not because of my works but because of the grace of God not because of my works hallelujah of God's amazing grace relieves our fears God Since God is love, the more of Him we have, the less fear we have. 1 John chapter uh, 4 and verse number 18 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out all fear. Because fear hath torment. He feareth is not made perfect in love. He that feareth is not uh, feareth is not made perfect in love. But perfect love casteth out all fear. The devil will have you scared about everything in life. Amen. The devil have you scared about the past. He'll have you scared about the present. And he'll have you scared about what's going to happen in the future. Amen. About what's going to take place. Oh my goodness. The economy's bad. What if I lose my job? What if I lose my house? How am I going to pay my bills? Where am I going to live? How am I going to eat? What are we going to do in the end time? Amen. The devil will have you worried about everything. But when we trust in the grace and the mercy of God, Amen, I know that I'm serving a God that in the good times He loves me and in the bad times He's going to take care of me. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you, but I'll go with you all the way. I'm going to go with you all the way, even unto the end of the world. Perfect love. When you are perfectly in love with God, you don't have to fear about what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't have to fear about what's going to happen tomorrow. When you are perfectly in love with God, you don't have to fear when the devil uh, wrecks your body with sickness. Because let me tell you, it's a win-win situation. If he heals me, I'm going to be fine, and if he takes me, I'm going to be fine. Why? Because I'm not trusted in this world. If I had hope only in this world, I'd be a man most miserable. But I've got hope in God. I've got trust in God. I've got confidence in God. That no matter how I'm going through this life, no matter what I am facing, God is going to help me be victorious perfect love of God casteth out all fear. You don't have to be afraid of what's coming today or what's coming tomorrow. You don't have to be afraid of what the doctor's report say. You don't have to be afraid of what the banker says. You don't have to be afraid of what, what the judge says. You don't have to be afraid of what the boss says. Why? Because I've got my love and my trust and my confidence in something higher. I've got my faith in something that's far above anything else in this world. I've got my trust in an almighty God. That says when I am fearful and afraid, I can trust in Him. Amen. When I am in trouble, I run to that strong tower. When I am in trouble, I reach for the rock that is higher than I. Amen. I was not built upon the sand, but I was built upon a firm foundation that no matter what I face, God is going to help me make it through. God is going to help me make it through. Reassurance through Danger. There is reassurance danger. through danger. Reassurance Verse number 3 says, Through many dangers, says, tolls and snares, I have already come. Tis I, grace that brought me safe thus far. Grace and grace far. will lead me home. Amen. Some of you need to remember uh, the things that you have went through in the past. That God has already brought you through. Amen. So soon we forget the miracle working power of God. So soon we forget how that God delivers. And how that God sets free. And the devil attacks us with something else. And we have forgotten the miracle that Jesus just performed. We are like the, the disciples when Jesus... Uh, broke the bread and the fishes and fed 5,000 with one little boy's lunch. He fed them and there was 12 basketfuls that was taken up. After they all got through eating and were full. And sometimes we are like they are. That we forget the miracle that God is able to perform. And they went out into the ship trying to cross the sea. And were in the midst of the storm. And the scripture said that they did not consider the miracles of the fishes and the loaves. The devil will have us so focused on what is going on at the present time till we forget what God has already done in the past. I'm here to tell somebody this morning that God didn't bring you this far to leave you. That God didn't bring you to this place to say that's all brother. That's as far as we're going. Amen. But you need to remember what God has already done for you. And know that God is going to take you on to victory. And know that God is going to take you on Many dangers. There is dangerous times ahead. In serving God, there's going to be times of danger. There's going to be times where you're going to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But then we can look at the scripture and it says, I will fear no evil. Why will I not fear evil? Because thou art with me. If I was trusting in flesh, I would be scared. But when I am trusting in an almighty God, God is able to deliver us in the time of trouble. Ours is a dangerous world. Without, there are storms. I don't know what I'm going to do if another hurricane comes along. The Almanac says it's going to be the worst year it's ever been. The Almanac, we're going to have so many name storms, everybody was reporting, but God just kind of grins and so said, Hey. Storms, was all of you smart people down there that's got everything figured out. Yeah. All of you smart people down there that's got everything figured out. All of you that's got all this thing figured out, God just gave us a little bit of break. All of you that's got all this thing just a little bit of time to recuperate. Give us one about every three or four years. I don't know what I'm going to do. Many storms face us without. Tornadoes, earthquakes, floods, tornadoes, thieves earthquakes, floods. on every hand, murderers on every hand. Every day you listen at the news or pick up the paper, someone's killed somebody else. War and trouble. Trouble. On the outside, that's what we're dealing with. Just the, the ravages of this world and what this world presents to us every day. Within we have trials. We have hurts. Somebody hurt my feelings. We have hurts. I was doing good. I had the victory. Lo and behold, oh sister so and so, she smarted off, and it just got my victory. Somebody on the other side of the church don't like me, so I could tell they were whispering over there to each other and I knew they was talking about me. Let me tell you something. Don't ever think that you're so important that somebody on the other side of the church every time they talk is talking about you. I see y'all talking all the time when well, I'm up here. I know you're saying something about what I just said. So here we are. Man, somebody hurt my feelings, so I'm just going to I'm going to throw in the towel. No, no, no. By the grace of God, I'm going to get over that problem. By the grace of God, I'm going to get over them hurt feelings. They shouldn't have said it. That may be true, but but I tell you, it's just a trap laid by the devil to distract you off of what God has got laid up in store for you. But I'm telling you, God is bigger than your hurt feelings. God is bigger than your loneliness in the midnight hour when you're laying there and sleepless nights. Oh, I think about some of you today worried about your children, worried about your family, worried about all these things and it'll keep you awake at night. I was laying there tossing and turning last night worried about about 285 of you around here. And I, I was thinking, you know, my wife said, you can't do nothing about it. You've got to put it in God's hands. Some of these young people around here are driving me to gray hair and losing my hair. I'm getting bald spot on the back of my head. I know why Brother Duplessis is bald-headed now. Y'all, what didn't fall out, some of them made him pull it out. But I, I, I told her, I said, I know I can't do anything about it, but I can't sleep about it either. So I just stay awake and toss and turn. But, but we have got to get to the place where it, the grace of God, I, I just put it in God's hands. God, I know that you're able to take care of it. God, I know I, I, I'm, I'm raising four girls. You know I need all of your prayer, and I need all the help I can get from God. My Lord, this wicked world... Well, I tell you what, when they get 13, something happens to their brain. They think they get so intelligent, and I remember something happened to me about that same age, and I'm just trying to hang on to about 25, and they'll realize that what parents was telling them is really the truth. But, but here we are, worried about all of these things, tossing to and fro. Worried about what we're going to do with this situation. Worried about things that had not even happened yet. And I tell you, through the dangers of this world, amen, you have to send them to school and you have to trust in the mercy and the grace of God. You have to turn them loose to the college and trust in the mercy and the grace of God that what has been preached and what has been taught and what they have felt will lead them and guide them through their life and keep them on the straight and narrow path. Amen. And believe in the grace of God that when they go the wrong directions, God's mercy and God's grace is going to bring them into the place and the direction that they need to go in the direction that they need Through to go. Through many dangers, toils, and snares. We've already come. And we know the same thing that's got us to this point in life is the same thing that's going to get us on to glory. He's brought me safe thus far. So I'm just going to keep on trusting in the amazing grace of God. Amen, uh, uh, God's amazing grace is sufficient for those who put their trust in Him. Friends and loved ones may forsake you, but when you have put your trust in God, Amen, I have put my trust and confidence in people before that has let me down. You ever had a lot of faith in someone that has let you down? You've put a lot of, lot of confidence in them and, and they have let you down. Amen. I want to tell you there is a God that you can put your trust in. You, there is a God that you can put your trust in. That no matter how rough life gets, no matter the problems that come your way, I have put my trust in a God that cannot fail somebody will say, I'm going to be your best friend till life. And tomorrow they're upset at you. But God is a God that will not leave you. That when he says, I'm going to be your God for life, I'm going to love you that when you stumble, he still loves you. When you make a mistake, he don't cast you out. But he says, "Hey, my grace is sufficient for thee." Apostle Paul said, "I have sought for mercy, I've sought for deliverance, I've sought for help." But God's reply for him was, "My grace is sufficient." I am here to tell somebody today that no matter where you're at in life, God's grace is still sufficient. The amazing grace of God. The amazing grace. Psalms chapter 91 verse 14 through 16. It says because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set high. I will set him on high. Because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me. And I will answer him. I will be with Him in trouble. I will deliver Him and honor Him. With long life will I satisfy Him and show Him my salvation. He said, and I will answer Him. I will be with Him in trouble. That when you are in trouble, you still have a God that is going to be right there with you. When you find yourself in problems, you still have a God that's going to be right there with you. My last point, don't say amen out loud. Today is verse number four. It says, When we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as a sun, We've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first began. Oh, isn't it good to be able to come to the house of God and just lift up the name of the Lord? Isn't it good to be able to come into the sanctuary of praise and magnify Him and give Him glory? when we have been in heaven 10,000 years and we have praised and we have worshipped and we have sing praises unto God it's only just begun we have no less days to sing God's praise than when we first got there 10,000 years ago earth treasures and possessions are temporal they wear out and rust and decay but the grace of God Oh, when you put your trust and your hope in God, we do a lot of things for our family. And we try very, very desperately to entertain them. And we try very desperately to make them happy. And we try very desperately to show them a good time, provide them a great place to live. But I'm telling you the most important thing that you could do is bring them to the house of God. Tell them to put their faith and their confidence in a God that will not fail. All of these earthly things are very temporal. You buy a new car. You're happy about it for a short period of time. A few months goes by and you're looking for another one to take its place. You buy a new house and the first thing you want to do is... Move in and start changing things and then adding on when you thought, boy, this is the house of my dreams and then you try to update it. Why? Because all of these things are temporal. They don't last. Happiness in this life does not last. Things rust and things decay. But if you put your trust in God, Oh, happy is a man that trusts in the Lord. Happy is a, a man that would bring his family to the house of God and teach them the ways and the commandments of God. To let them know, hey, daughter, hey, son, when you're in trouble, this is a place that you want to be. When you find yourself in need and in want and searching for more, It's not in the world, but it's in God. When everything is going well, you want to come to the house of God. And you want to give Him the honor that is due Him. God's amazing grace. It is good to live by. It's good to live a life by. And then it's good to die by. I don't want a religion. And I don't want a God that would be just good to live by. And then when it comes time to die, I'd be looking for something else to take its place. But what I have put my trust and my confidence in is a God that when the sun is shining, He's a good God. And when it comes time for me to cross over that old chilly Jordan, He's still going to be a good God. And He's still going to hold my hand. And He's still going to lead me safely to the other side. If you're in this place this morning and you're looking for something in this place this looking to satisfy the longing in your soul, I want to tell you today it's not in what this world has to offer. It's not in what this world has to give. But there is created in you by God an empty space that only God can fill. And what you're searching for is in God's house. All you have to do today is fall upon the mercy and the grace of God and say, God, I have sinned. I have fallen short of what I should be. I want you to forgive me. I want you to wash me from all of my sins. All of my unrighteousness, my filthiness of the flesh. Repent wholeheartedly. Be baptized in the lovely name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. That old man is buried. Just like a natural burial, you have to be completely buried. And then when you rise up out of that water, you rise up to walk in the newness of life. God has showed you mercy and grace and resurrected you to be a new man, a new creature in Christ Jesus. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. I'm telling you, there is no greater feeling in this world than the feeling of deliverance. The scripture says in John chapter 14, verse number 1 through 3, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. How are you going to get there? By the grace of God, by the mercy of God. I want to ask you a question this morning. Has God gone to prepare you a place? Does He know your name? Have you trusted in the mercy and the grace of God? Have you asked the mercy and the grace of God to cleanse you from all of your sins? Where do you stand in life right now? Where do you stand in life right now? When the end of your life gets here. Could be today, could be tonight, could Could be be tomorrow, could be 60 years from now. No matter how long it is, it's still, you're going to spend eternity eternity somewhere. somewhere. And you're going to be judged according to the things that you've done in this life. When I get to that judgment, and the devil, the accuser of the brethren, starts to accuse me. Jesus is going to look and say, All I see here is written down, covered by the blood and the grace of God. Hallelujah. 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 As we all stand this morning. Every head bowed, every eye closed just for a few moments today. Why don't we just reach out to God as we talk to Him from our hearts today. Jesus, because of Your grace, I am redeemed.